0: What's up, Legends? Welcome back to the Local Legends Podcast. And if you're operating or a part of a local business, you're an aspiring entrepreneur or currently an entrepreneur yourself, I think this is the episode for you. There's, you know, the truth is we have no advantage in product or pricing. There's more than likely always going to be someone or something that can offer a better service, better product, or better price that, than you or your business can. And we discussed before how we're no longer in a local-only you know, industrial hierarchical, top-down economy, or uh, economy that relies on manufacturing. But now, as Brad Feld puts it, uh, we're in a digital, networked, bottom-up economy, and uh, that means with an internet connection and a little bit of imagination, we can create any kind of world or profitable, profitable business that we can dream of. Um, but it also means that the competition has gotten thicker. I mean, think about it. How many times have you bought just essential items like paper clips um, from Amazon instead of at your local supply store? I mean, that two click uh, purchase and it just arrives straight at your doors is really hard to compete with. Um, and just thinking about the the vastness of the digital economy in general with examples like that in mind can be overwhelming for small businesses and entrepreneurs. And it's uh, quite the double-edged sword imagining just exactly how we can compete. I mean, I mean, we've opened up Pandora's box of possibilities for local people. But that means we're also in competition with the tech giants themselves. And so how do local people win in this strange new world? How do we resist getting swallowed up by the big guys and carve out our own place in the business landscape so permanent that we're no longer in danger of erasure? That's what we're talking about tonight here in the Speakeasy on Speakeasy Session number four. Let's get into it. The New Local Legends Podcast. Real small-town success stories. We have quite the lineups. We believe that if people know better, they can do better. When you kissed me by the river. Sponsored by Locker Enterprise. Welcome to the speakeasy. The amount of love and compassion. The hope that's been bubbling up in the last few years. The finer things about Portland. You just don't see that everywhere. Local legends only. So I read some really fascinating research around startups um, in this book from Brad Feld called Startup Communities and brad is an american entrepreneur author blogger and venture capitalist at foundry group uh, in boulder colorado and uh, had a lot of success there in that um, small city at the time and uh, in his book he lays out what he believes to be the success factors for startups and startup communities groups of entrepreneurs that essentially collaborate across multiple domains to grow faster than they could on their own it's an iron sharpens iron kind of thing and One of the most interesting pieces of research that he references is from Anna Lee Saxonian, who um, she wrote a book called Culture and Competition in Silicon Valley. That's what her PhD work was in at MIT. And she says, you know, that we've all heard of Silicon Valley, but what about Boston Route 128? There's a reason why Silicon Valley is a household name and significantly more successful at this point. But Boston Route 128 is much less known, even though they were both at one time Uh, hotbeds for high tech activity and looked very similar in the mid 80s Um, but just a decade later Silicon Valley was far outpacing uh, Route 128 and they even had what Saxonian describes as a dominant advantage over this other um, hot tech bed Saxonian pervasively argues that a culture of openness and information exchange across companies and industries fueled Silicon Valley's ascent over Route 128. And this means that entrepreneurs in Silicon Valley that, have, uh, that could have perceived each other as competitors were sharing best practices and communicating openly about their wins and losses, taking time to break out of their silos and talk to their peers. And contrast this with Route 28, whose companies were focused on On being self-sufficient and tight-lipped about their tech advances and individual processes they just weren't sharing as much um, across domains so the benefits of collaboration seem obvious and the world culture is overused but to see this play out in a real-world example of a community like Silicon Valley that's infamous for you know birthing Facebook and Apple and Google and Intel and Adobe just to name a few has some pretty serious implications. Um, So if, if a culture of openness and information exchange across companies and industries is the key to a community like that succeeding exponentially, what kind of questions should we be asking ourselves here in our small rural river city? So do we take time to engage in meaningful conversations with like the local professionals around us? Or are we working against ourselves because we're so uh, tunnel vision focused on our own goal that we're kind of blocking out valuable input and collaboration uh, that could lead to our projects being significantly more successful? Are we disqualifying the possibility of learning something from the people around us or disqualifying specific people in general because we just don't think or we're just assuming they don't have any value to offer. I mean, how, how can we further utilize our natural resources and things like outdoor recreation in Portsmouth to generate more entrepreneurial interest and attain critical mass? I mean, there's people already asking these questions and developing solutions, and that's, that's why Portsmouth has been on this kind of cultural rise but I know we could dig deeper and do more and ask uh, harder questions about how we can better collaborate and kind of break out of our own comfort zones for the growth of the community overall. As Brad Feld points out, all startup communities are driven by entrepreneurs, not capital. So capital follows density of activities and companies. Developing this density, especially through geographically dispersed areas like ours, is important for sources of capital to see the potential in our small rural startup community and invest in us or bring investment to to momentum that we already have going. And we've seen this play out in uh, the grants that uh, David Kilroy and the team have written for the Innovation Hub. Uh, We've seen this play out in uh dark Spartans experience experienced in shark tank you know they built this incredible community that started to develop these products because there is so much density of activity um and then uh, Robert Hershevek saw the opportunity, saw the leg- legitimacy of what they building, were building, and then injected capital there. So those are just two examples. Um, but what I'm saying is that the floor or the ceiling for our ability to create, collaborate and make even bigger things happen has not even been touched yet like we're still scratching the surface of the potential we have here in Portsmouth Ohio or any kind of rural community um, just by crossing domains collaborating communicating openly uh, developing best practices and openly sharing them without kind of that uh, you know that competitive uh, envious kind of attitude that prevents gross growth, growth. Um, Essentially, if we want more opportunities to, uh, for more influxes of capital here, then we have to live and work together. Uh, it's bottom up now. You know, there's not some big manufacturer that's going to come in and save us. We have to build something from the bottom up and continue to build things that are that we're passionate about from the bottom up, and then uh, capital will find us as we develop the density of activities and companies. And my point in all this is obviously individually we don't have the density to make a difference. Uh, and I'm convinced that's the key to uh, taking back the Comeback City and taking it to the next level. So let me know your thoughts in the comments or just message me on Instagram. My profile link's in the description at Comeback Kid. Uh, and let's talk about um, what your ideas are. I, I'd love to hear um, how you think uh, we can better collaborate together, what the opportunities in collaboration are and how we can continue to accelerate our success just by having genuine conversations with each other, which is uh, what the podcast is about, real town success stories. And so uh, thanks for listening. Until next time..